Hello? Hello? Hello, Winnie. Hello, Bill. Want to make a podcast? Sure. So, Bill and I have been talking about making a podcast for a long time. Like, maybe for a year we've been talking about it. And every time we think about doing it, we talk ourselves out of it. Um, so now we're kind of stuck at home. We can't go out and do other things like we like to do, like going to the movies or, um, whatnot, because we're all under stay at home orders with the COVID-19 virus. So I guess it's time to make that podcast. Let's get started. So the way we're going to do this is I am going to post 10 photos on an Instagram post. Uh, Bill's not going to know what the pictures are. And uh, when we do our podcast, he'll open up his Instagram and have a look at the pictures and describe the picture. And then we'll talk about the backstory, what was behind the picture, what was going on, why we took those pictures or whatever, whatever comes up. If you want to follow along and look at the pictures that we're talking about, or if you want to look at them after you've listened to our podcast, you can um, follow us on Instagram. It's quiet shutter photo. Um, it's quiet underscore shutter underscore photo on Instagram, and you can follow along. Lots of pictures already on our Instagram that are um, interesting to look at, we think. So um, even if you don't want to listen to our podcast, please feel free to follow us on Instagram. So, Bill, do you have the post up on your Instagram? Let's see what you sent me. Yeah. Describe. Okay. Describe the first picture. So the first picture is actually um, a picture that looks like a poor fox is getting stalked by some creepy person in a um, handmaid's tail outfit. Um, we actually took this picture out in Montana uh, probably a little over a year ago now, and uh, it was just one of the many pictures we actually got of this fox, it was uh, kind of a cool little fox. We saw him several times, and uh, we're always fascinated with getting pictures of fox. They're pretty photogenic usually, and they usually live <clears throat> fairly close to them. But um, this, I'm not sure if it was a male or a female, but she was... Um, I'm going to just call her a sheet even after I just said I wasn't sure. But she was, if you can look in the picture, she was really wet. And I don't know if she was just um, rolling in the snow all day and getting wet or exactly what was the scoop was with her. But um, this was just a, a picture that we got um, with one of our long lenses. So when you look at the picture, I'll describe it just a little bit more. There are pine trees and there's snow on the ground. Um, beyond the first pine tree in a little bit of a clearing is what looks like a person dressed in a red robe with a red hood. Um, 
and next to the person is a fox and the fox is looking off to the side into the distance and the fox does look wet kind of kind of um rough and uh the whole image looks a little bit like to me it looks like little red riding hood heading off to her grandma's house uh it looks kind of mysterious kind of storybook but the truth behind the picture is that this um fox was actually in somebody's yard um and uh the red hooded figure is actually a patio umbrella. But uh, when, and Bill, I think took this picture and didn't think anything of the patio umbrella, probably wasn't even paying any attention to it being in the picture. But when we got them on our computer and looked at them later, I thought, wow, that looks like it could be, could be Little Red Riding Hood or it could be a character from The Handmaid's Tale. So this was also, this was taken in Montana and the reason we were in Montana, it was a year ago in April, and we were in Montana to celebrate our daughter's um, marriage to our now son-in-law, Cole. And uh, we had rented uh, a beautiful big log home for the occasion through Airbnb. And uh, we were, um, this beautiful log home faced Lone Mountain Peak, had a beautiful view of the mountain. And when you were in the in the log home or out on the deck you felt like you were the only residents there but really it was in a neighborhood and across the road from from that particular house was another house where this fox would show up for breakfast lunch and dinner because whoever lived there was throwing little hamburger balls out the back door to the fox yeah they uh he was getting fed well he was fed well i think there was actually two of them maybe a pair one of them looked a little smaller and had a little bit longer hair than the other one was a little bigger and a little fluffier, but uh, it was pretty exciting to be able to see the fox often and up pretty close, really. Yeah. Yeah. Now that I'm thinking about it, there was a creek reel nearby and maybe this fox had been in and out of the creek and that's why it was wet. We did see the fox jumping over the creek every yeah. now and then. The creek was sort of in front of the house that we were in and um, Yeah. That's probably what was happening. But it was April, and although there was snow on the ground, it was also a little bit warm. Like the snow was was a little bit wet feeling, and and uh, we did witness the fox eating their hamburger balls and then rolling around and playing in the snow quite a bit too. Yeah. You want to go to the next picture? Yes. So this picture is actually the front of the – I'm putting air quotes up cabin that we rented it was much more than a cabin per se but in this picture you can see two decks the lower actually came out of the basement this cabin was built into the side of a hill and the lower deck had an eight-man hot tub and a big grill and a a swing that was on like a porch swing that was attached to the um, deck itself and it was quite spacious and had a gorgeous view the upper deck actually came off of the living room of the cabin and that's where we actually had the ceremony for the wedding the window you can see above that was actually the loft that Winnie and I actually claimed as our bedroom while we were there the views were all looking at the mountain called Lone Peak, which is actually the mountain that Big Sky Ski Resort is uh, 
part of. So the the cabin um, was something that Lauren and I chose by searching through lots of Airbnb and VRBO um, listings online. We wanted to find a place to rent that was big enough to host um, two families for the wedding. We, she want, they wanted a small wedding. They were going to uh, just invite their immediate families. Um, the wedding grew just a little bit beyond that because of a few friends who insisted that they needed to be there, which was fine. Um, but this cabin had five five bedrooms. Yes. It had a sauna. It had um, a whirlpool or a hot tub. had a pool table. It had a laundry room. It had a nice kitchen and living room, a nice big deck, fireplace out on the deck. It had just about everything you could want. And I think we used every amenity that it had. Um, our son and his wife used the hot tub the very first night we were there. So you could sit in the hot tub and stare out at Lone Mountain Peak. And uh, they were so excited that first night they were in the hot tub staring out at the scenery and saw some shooting stars. Well, that's pretty, pretty exciting, pretty romantic. So it was a good choice. There was a lot of places to choose from. And, and uh, you never know from the pictures if you're getting what you think you're getting. But this place totally exceeded our expectation. Yeah, we really felt like we got a steal when it was all said and done. So the next picture? Oh, well, you can see part of me in this picture. This was the moment in the dad's life. This was me in the picture. Taking Lauren out of the living room onto the deck for the beginning of the wedding ceremony. Um, the sun was actually hitting us both in the eye and we were squinting like crazy. Um, it's one of these moments where you always think of in your life where am I going to be emotional when this time comes and it happens so fast that you really don't have time to think about until you're standing behind the bride and groom and thinking, well, that just happened. So I'm, I have to apologize. I wasn't paying attention when I loaded these pictures into Instagram that Instagram has this square format and you have to be careful about uh, editing or positioning your pictures so you don't cut the important parts off the picture, which I did on this one because you can't see Bill's face. His head cut his head off and cut part of Lauren's head off in this picture. But it's um, it's the moment that Lauren and Bill came out of the cabin and onto the deck. And um, Bill said it was sun. The sun was shining in their eyes and they were squinting. But I think that was very convenient for Bill because I think he was he was pretty emotional. That's uh, his little girl. Uh, Lauren is our oldest, and um, I think dad, dads and daughters have a special little bond a lot of times, which these two sure do, and uh, I think it was uh, an emotional time and an exciting time because we really do love Cole, Lauren's husband. So this was a special moment, and I assure you in the real picture, I, I have Bill's whole head. One of the things, if you look down in the lower right-hand corner of this picture, you'll see just a little slice of the deck. The weather out there was really crazy that day. We They had forecasted snow, and we weren't sure if we were going to end up in the cabin itself for the wedding or on the deck. Um, 
literally two hours before the wedding, um, my brother-in-law, Doug, had taken upon himself, which we were so happy for all the help that he and his wife, Robin, did for us. But Doug shoveled off the deck, and the sun came out and melted everything, and it just turned out great. Yeah, the wedding, or the day of the wedding, um, it rained in the morning, it snowed a little bit, and uh, it was cloudy, looked kind of gloomy, and um, the Lauren and Cole's friend, Molly, was the officiant, and she was trying to take charge, and she was trying to create a backup plan that if it was nasty outside, that we could set up in front of the fireplace inside of the cabin and have the wedding there, but Lauren and Cole were hearing none of it. They chose to get married there because they wanted to get married outside. They choose to live in Montana because they love the outdoors and Cole loves to ski and they love to hike and cross country ski and everything outdoors they love. So they weren't about to get married under a roof. They wanted to be married outside under the open sky and they didn't care if it was raining, if it was snowing or what was going on. They said people could stay inside and look out the windows if they didn't want to get wet, but the wedding was going to take place outside and it did. And you can see in this picture that at least at the moment of Lauren and Bill coming outside, the sun was shining. I think it snowed during the ceremony a little bit too. It, it was a, one of those days where you had a little bit of everything. The sample, the sample platter. Next picture. Yeah. So in this picture, um, as you can tell, the uh, wedding itself was pretty laid back. Um, the officiant, uh, Molly, was a good friend of Lauren and Cole's. Lauren actually met her years before in one of her many places that she had worked. Lauren worked her way through college, uh, working in places all over this country, like Montana and Alaska twice, Colorado for a summer, and um, settled back in Montana. But um, Cole and and uh, Lauren picked this little corner of the deck that uh, that we um, had rented, and it was just a great setting. There was trees all around, and uh, all the family members were able to pretty comfortably stay on the deck. It was quite a big deck. You can see there was actually a little outdoor fireplace on the deck as well that um, we tried to use later on unsuccessfully. So Molly, um, Lauren met at Yellowstone National Park. They worked a summer together there. Both of them were college students and working in, in different places in the summer. And then they worked together again and roomed together when they both worked in Estes Park, Colorado. So Molly went on to become a, an RN. And um, it's such a small world sometimes. Molly now works in Missoula, Montana with Cole's sister, and Cole's sister is a doctor. Um, Molly currently, as a side note, has um, taken a little leave of absence from her job in Montana to be in New York City to work as a nurse in one of their um, temporary emergency hospitals that they've put together to, um, to tackle the COVID-19 virus in New York and so some people see a fire and they run away and some people see a fire and they run to it and that's Molly she she sees a crisis and she wants to be there to help she's quite a quite a young lady 
Also, I'll talk a little bit about um, what Cole and Lauren are wearing. Um, Cole is wearing a pair of dark brown chinos, a white dress shirt with some suspenders and a um, kind of a old fashioned looking tie that Lauren I know had bought and given him. Uh, Lauren's wearing a dress that she purchased online from David's Bridal. Her and I shopped for dresses online together. We kept sending links back and forth and this is the one she settled on. It was, I think it was probably in the clearance um, section and uh, she fell in love with it and it was really inexpensive. So that was great. And when it came, it fit her, it fit her to the T except that it was like six inches too long. So my daughter-in-law, Lauren's sister-in-law, Sarah and I spent a couple hours the day we got to Montana shortening the dress and making it just right for Lauren. Lauren chose to wear her Stetson cowboy hat. She had um, a local florist called Wild Bloom add some flowers to the brim of the hat. And that was basically the most adornment that they, that they had. They didn't, she didn't carry flowers. Cole didn't wear a boutonniere. They just kept it simple and it really was beautiful. We'll move to the next picture. So the next next picture, <clears throat> yeah, this young lady is actually one of Cole's nieces, and um, Cole and and Lauren both wanted to have um, this young lady and her younger sister both part of their wedding. They. Uh, um, Asked them what they'd like to do, and um, the, nie the niece in this picture was actually practicing her recorder for school and came up with a song that she practiced, and I have to say she perfected. Um, Winnie and I were both probably a little hesitant to hear a recorder, having heard two of them while our kids were growing up and had played them both ourselves as kids, and Never thought there could be a good sound that came out of a recorder. But amazingly, she did a fantastic job playing the song that she did. And uh, I was just really impressed. So um, Cole has two nieces and a nephew. Um, in this was the oldest of the three. She, I think she's probably about 10 years old. And uh, the song she chose was I Can't Stop Falling in Love with You by Elvis Presley. And like Bill said, she managed to make that little recorder into a serious instrument. It was really lovely. And lots of us commented afterwards at how surprised we were at how beautiful that recorder sounded and how great that was. Moving on to the next picture. This picture is actually the younger of the two sisters. And she had um, come up with the idea she had contacted uh, pretty much everybody that was there at the wedding, the immediate families from both sides of the wedding party, and asked them to send her a short note of uh, what love meant to us in just a few words. And she took everybody's little statements and sewed them together into just a fantastic poem that she read for them as part of the wedding. It really, really was nice. Yeah, these two little girls are pretty sharp. Um, their parents are pretty accomplished. 
um, they work for the government helping uh, developing nations. They had previously to the wedding, they had lived in South Africa and uh, they were heading after the wedding, they were going to be going to the Democratic Republic of the Congo. And um, so they're living quite unique lives and they, um, their intelligence and their confidence are reflecting that. I'm not sure it is something I'd have been brave enough to do, but uh, these were pretty special little girls and Lauren and Cole are very um, attached to them. They have a little brother and uh, he was four years old at the time of the wedding, I believe. And Lauren and Cole had purchased for the little girls as a gift for being in the wedding, some cowboy boots. And when they gave them to the girls, the little guy said, where's my boots? So Lauren and Cole had to make a quick side trip to the local cowboy store and get some tiny little cowboy boots, which were absolutely adorable. Um, as luck would have it, the little guy, when they got to the cabin for the wedding, was sleeping and they laid him down on a bed with his jacket on and his cowboy boots on and he slept through the whole thing, mess, missed the whole entire event, but he woke up in time to have dinner and, and, and have fun. I'm sure he didn't care, but he was certainly adorable. Love Next food. picture. So this picture um, was kind of a, a unique thing. Um, Cole's, uh, one of Cole's sisters had come up with the idea of having this little logo that they put on all these hats um, that says LOCO 2019, which was the first two letters of Lauren's name and the first two letters of Cole's name, which means crazy, which was kind of a crazy fun event that they had, but it was really a fun thing that um, when the wedding ceremony was over and Lauren and Cole were kissing and celebrating. Um, she quickly handed out these ball caps to everybody that was there. And it was just kind of a fun um, on the spot thing that we all got to share together. So in the picture, you see the crowd that were standing out on the deck and uh, everybody is wearing their trucker hats that say loco. And uh, it's, you can see in this picture now that I'm looking at it, that there's a little bit of snow coming down. And um, yeah, this was a fun moment. Uh, Lauren and Cole were pronounced husband and wife and, and go ahead and kiss. And by the time they were done kissing and they turned to face all of their guests, we all had these trucker hats on and they got a big hoot out of that. And Cole in particular was laughing pretty hard. So that was a fun moment. I didn't see it coming either. I didn't know that the sister had done this. So that was pretty clever. I didn't even notice when they came out for the wedding that she was carrying a bag with stuff in it. But, uh, and how, I don't know how she managed to hand out hats to everybody so quickly, but that was a surprise and that was pretty fun. Yeah. Next picture. So this is Corey. Um, one of Lauren's good friends, and uh, he is, I must say, a top shelf chef. He really is very impressive. He and his father own an Italian restaurant in Bozeman, Montana, called the Blacksmith Italian. It's very high-end, just excellent Italian food. Um, and Corey was... Um, very honored and um, was 
very much a good part of the wedding. He catered the wedding for Lauren and Cole, and uh, they um, just couldn't have picked a better person to be part of their day. So Lauren and Cole, when they planned their wedding, they initially had thought that they just wanted to have their immediate families there. They, they wanted to keep it small. And uh, Cole comes from a very big family. He has lots of aunts and uncles, and both of them have lots of friends. And they just, in looking at trying to make a guest list, they didn't know where would you draw the line? Who could you invite? Who could you not invite but not hurt their feelings? Um, and they figured the only way that they could get away with all of that was to just have their immediate families and just have a pretty small, intimate, and low-key wedding. But in the end, there was a few people who um, insisted on coming. A few of their friends came that they're very close to, and and actually it turned out well. It was just the right number of people and the right people to be there. But Corey is one of Lauren's uh, good friends, Lauren and um, Molly, actually, Molly, the officiant, met Corey the summer that they worked at Yellowstone National Park, and they worked in the Lake Yellowstone Hotel. Now, the Lake Yellowstone Hotel um, surprised me the first time I learned anything about it, because I never pictured that Yellowstone National Park would have a fancy hotel in it. But the Lake Yellowstone Hotel is a, I don't maybe a hundred year old hotel. It's, it reminds me of the grand hotel on Mackinac Island. Yes. Big Victorian style building, very fancy dining room, very fancy looking um, common area in the hotel. I, it may be like a lot of the national park um, lodges are, it may be very beautiful in the public areas and the rooms might be pretty sparse with maybe even a bathroom down the hallway, but um, it's a pretty fancy hotel. Corey was working there as a chef. Lauren and Molly were working as servers, and they met each other that summer and got to know each other and uh, have remained friends ever since. Lauren has worked at the Blacksmith Italian Restaurant, and um, uh, they just remained friends for long. Corey is just one of those kind of personalities that brings a lot of fun and a lot of joy everywhere he goes. He's He's up for a big time, and if you're having a party and you need that person there that's going to create uh, a lot of fun, Corey's the person to invite. And the food was spectacular. Italian food, of course. Uh, Cole's family are vegetarians, and Bill and I like to eat vegetarian, so the food was all vegetarian. But um, anybody who was uh, looking for a hearty meal would not have missed out because we had stuffed shells and stuffed mushrooms and a big salad and some oh my goodness i'm not even remembering everything he made but it was a great meal it was fantastic yes the next picture so the next picture is kind of a funny one um as we said earlier the wedding really was very laid back and as you can see in this picture nobody can see the picture so you have to describe it the uh, the picture um, shows Lauren and Cole. They were actually in their bathing suits. They had half an hour after the wedding ceremony had got out of their dress clothes and were in the hot tub. Um, we had called them back up to cut the wedding cake, which is a uh, 
a Costco sheet cake. Um, I they when they talked about what they wanted to do for a cake, I said, "Really, you want to do a Costco cake?" And they said, "Yeah, they're pretty good, and I don't want you to have to do anything." And uh, so- I have to I have to butt in here. Bill, for those who don't know, is a professional baker. He's been baking for over 35 years and has done wedding cakes often. And so the idea of not doing a a traditional or some kind of fancy cake for his daughter's wedding um, seemed like a hard thing to take, especially when they said they wanted to just buy a sheet cake from Costco. Go ahead, Bill. But it ended up being lovely and they enjoyed it. And um, it was one less thing I had to do. So in this picture, um, you can see Lauren and Cole cutting their Costco sheet cake. Um, they're wearing their bathing suits, like Bill already said. Lauren's got on a tankini. And Cole, I think, has a bathing suit on, but he's got a towel wrapped around his waist. And it, he looks like he just got out of the shower, actually. It's, uh, and then they're clowning around uh, because they think the bride and groom cutting the cake in the traditional sense of the form is so silly. So they're they're hamming it up and and uh, crossing their hands over on the knife and whatnot and, and just having a good old time with it. The cake tasted good. I, I wasn't very hungry after the fantastic Italian food, but it was good. It was fine. Next picture. So this next picture, actually, if you didn't know, this picture was actually taken on the deck at three o'clock in the morning it was a really moonlit night and apparently Winnie couldn't sleep and uh, so she got out our camera equipment and did a little time delay and took some pretty awesome pictures this was our view and even as you can tell at three in the morning it was quite spectacular so um Bill's right. I couldn't sleep. Um, when we go out to Montana, there's an altitude issue for me. Um, Big Sky Montana is up there. I don't know if it's 9,000 feet above sea level or what it is, but it's enough that I sometimes have a little bit of a headache while I'm there, and often I have insomnia and can't sleep. And then add on to this occasion the that I was so excited for the wedding and so excited to have um, all of my family together and, and extra people who we were excited to spend time with. And I just didn't want to miss a minute of it. It was really hard to go to bed at night and go to sleep because I, you, you know, these things are going to be here and gone and you're going to wish that you could go back and relive it. So I, I just was too excited to sleep. And, um, so I got up and got the tripod and the camera out and went out on the deck. It was beautiful. There was a full moon behind me and it was lighting up. You can see in this picture, you can see some trees with some ski, um, ski houses, I guess I'm not, chalets maybe, um, beyond the trees before the mountain and they are kind of glowing from having their lights on. And, And then you can see the mountain that is snow covered and it's being lit by the, by the moonlight and there's, thousands of stars showing in the sky it was magical really and so I spent a little time out on the deck taking some some long exposure photos 
playing around with some camera stuff and got a couple of really beautiful pictures of Lone Mountain Peak out of the deal. So I think, go ahead, Bill. I think the, the houses that you're seeing there is what they call Nordic Village. This is just a a little slice of what they call Big Sky Montana. It really is a huge community there that you, we're just seeing the actual mountain peak there, but there's probably three times the space of ski runs and everything that kind of ties together all in that area. Uh, it's a breathtaking place to be. When you're in Montana, it's they call it Big Sky Country, and, and you really understand that when you visit there. It's um, hard to it's hard to scale things because everything is so big and so awesome that it's hard to take in all that you're seeing the lone mountain peak that we see in this picture and um, that the cabin was facing during the daytime if you picked up a pair of binoculars and looked you could see people actually skiing down from that tallest peak there and they looked like just little ants just going along down the hill neither bill and i are skiers so it's just even more impressive to us that people can do that that people get up on the top of that mountain and strap a couple of boards on their feet and go down is pretty would be pretty terrifying to me yeah it's pretty physically challenging too we live here in Boyne city michigan and the ski route lodge here takes about 15 to 20 seconds to run down a run here. And it's literally almost two hours in some of these runs out in Big Sky. So we live in Boyne City where we're about 500 feet above sea level. And when you go to Big Sky, Montana, where it's about 9,000, the altitude is a real factor. And um, Bill mentioned we stayed in the loft bedroom in the cabin. I found climbing the stairs would wind me, so I can't imagine what it would be like to go skiing on vacation. You'd have to be a lot more fit than I am. Yeah. I'm, I'm just never going to do that. That's just, that's just the way it is. It is fascinating to see it all happen, though. Absolutely. I think that you can pay to go on the gondola up to the top of Lone Mountain Peak, and then you can take the gondola back down. I might do that sometime. That would be a great thing to do in the summer. <laughs> so this is, the, this is the last picture in our series that we're going to talk about today. Um, now we're going to try to edit this and publish this uh, uh, podcast so that you can listen to it. Um, I know that we're pretty amateur at this. We're just getting to, to know how to do this. We're learning. We're using Anchor Podcast Platform, which is a free podcasting uh, platform that anybody can use and create a podcast. And if we can do it, anybody can do it. Um, I think that we'll try and do this. I don't know if we'll do it every week or every other week, but we'll try and keep this format where we pick 10 pictures and talk about the backstory. They Today's was, was pretty special to us and pretty personal, our daughter's wedding. They won't always be anything that personal, but uh, we hope you find it interesting. And we hope that you'll follow us on Instagram, Quiet Shutter Photo. And we hope that you'll follow our podcast. And uh, we promise we'll get better. Today, we're actually recording the whole thing through our phones and uh, editing the whole thing through our phone and we'll see what we come up with and if we like it and if we 
figure out how to get better at it. Perhaps we'll buy some audio, audio equipment and, and make it better in the future. But in the meantime, this is who we are. This is what it is. Thanks for listening. All right. We hope you tune in again. Goodbye. Goodbye.